So the keynote speaker this morning at the Lincoln Mainland Property Seminar was none other than Bernard Hickey, uh, financial and political uh, commentator. Bernard, my take-home message from your presentation were things aren't that bad. In fact, you surprised me. Most economists couldn't reach a conclusion if you laid them end to end. You said things are looking pretty good. How do you figure that? Well, households and businesses and banks are actually much stronger now than they were during the global financial crisis. They've got much less debt relative to their income and their assets. They've also got a lot more spare cash than a lot of people think. And even though they're saying to surveyors that they're not very happy, they don't want to spend money, they don't want to invest, when you actually look at what people are doing, they are investing, they are spending money. And any economy where unemployment is 3.3% is much, much, much healthier than you might take from reading the headlines. That's here in New Zealand. And even overseas, you know, unemployment in the United States is very low. In Europe, sure, they've got some other problems as well. But overall, we're in a much healthier position than we were in the global financial crisis. Okay, I want to cherry-pick a couple of the numbers you threw out this morning in your excellent presentation. Money printing. In the GFC, we printed something like one trillion. Uh, In COVID, the world has printed 11 trillion. Surely that's going to come back and bite us in the arse, if you excuse my French. (laughs) Yeah, well, it sort of already is, because we've got this inflation. But they've stopped money printing. New Zealand stopped money printing last year and actually printed as much relative to our economy as the Americans did. That's what caused some of the inflation. But they've stopped now. And the question is, is inflation going to get out of control and are central banks going to have to squeeze interest rates up until the pips squeak? However, I don't think so. When you look at commodity prices, food prices... They are coming off the boil. In fact, oil prices are back below where they were pre-COVID. So there's um, good news on the inflation front and on the interest rate front. And that in New Zealand, the interest rates that most people pay in town are uh, fixed rates, and they're, they're, they've stopped rising. So and, and the same largely for interest rates elsewhere. So we're not seeing the really painfully high interest rates we might have seen in the 80s, uh, because inflation globally still remains in the long run, relatively low. Another take-home message of yours. The best thing to do is to buy land. You say rush out and buy it now. Yeah, well, I, I like land. Uh, I grew up on the land. But also, in New Zealand, the dirty little secret of financial life is it sort of doesn't matter what your job is or how much money you make from your actual income. What you need to do is get, some, get your hands on some residential land or maybe some land that could be zoned residential hold on to it, gear it up, take out as big a mortgage as the bank will let you, and then just wait for the tax-free capital gains to come. And as we've seen over the last 30 years, they have been absolutely extraordinary to the point where now a lot of people's homes, or more importantly the land underneath those homes, actually earns more than your actual job. Now you threw out a scenario, and it was only a scenario, a possibility where Jacinda Ardern could step aside at the end of this year, early next year, pave the way for Grant Robertson to take over. Would that pave the way then for a capital gains tax? Because Jacinda said, not on my watch. That's right. Um, That would free up the Labour Party to look again at a wealth tax. Remember, Jacinda has said, not in my political lifetime. She's also ruled out a wealth tax. Only Grant Robertson has the flexibility to campaign for one at the next election. Um, But he may also struggle to get 
certainly a capital gains tax across the line. It's just too politically toxic. But there are other ways of skinning the cat, and he may look at things like uh, a land value tax or some sort of uh, tax on equity to try to um, flip all the incentives, which at the moment, as I say, are all about buy some land, leverage it up, tax-free. Another of your comments this morning. Chris Luxon is no John Key. You run a gaff chart in the press gallery in the Beehive. Let's final question for you. Can he win the election? If you were a betting man now, right here today, where do you see it going? Yeah, I think it's closer to 50% uh, than we might have thought three or four months ago because he keeps making mistakes and he doesn't have the fine political motor skills of a John Key, isn't quite as light on his feet and able to deflect those awkward questions and also hasn't yet demonstrated how he's going to reach middle New Zealand, which is what you need to do if you're going to win an MMP election. It's no good um, sounding uh, popular with your own supporters on the extremes. You have to appeal to people who haven't voted for you before and could flip from the other side. Bernard Hickey from Interest.co, spin-off newsroom. You're on all these uh, subscriber internet uh, news information sites. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, it's been a great pleasure catching up with you this morning at the uh, Lincoln Mainland Property Seminar. Safe, safe travels home. Thanks, Jamie.